0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the saints against Islam's assault on North America. Well, folks, we're back once again at the Corners of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today. This is Tom Wallace. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Yesterday I started a program, a topic that we are discussing again today. Where will the Antichrist come from? Many have proposed that it's going to come from the Catholic Church. And I'm, I laid out for you some reasons why, um, well, I'm about ready to, why that cannot be possibly true from a biblical uh, point of Scripture. From looking at the Bible, there leads us the idea that that's not going to happen. Rather, there is one religion that will produce the faith of the Antichrist religion, the system, the spirit of Antichrist, as the Bible puts it. Now, there's the man, Antichrist, that we often refer to as the Antichrist. The Bible never calls him, labels him with that term. The Bible gives this man different labels. The beast, the wicked one, the man of perdition, the evil one, These are terms that the Bible gives to the man that we often refer to as the Antichrist. But there is an Antichrist spirit or the religion, the dogma, the teaching, the system of the Antichrist, a doctrine that it follows. And I believe that if we understand the biblical teaching on that side, then we're going to understand that there is a religion out there that does fit the Antichrist and his system, and that is the religion of Islam. Now, I'm not trying to paint or or uh, put Islam in the target simply because, well, you know, this is a program that is anti-Islam. It's not that I'm choosing to put it there, just that it fits what the Bible describes. So let's look at it here today, and and we need to understand that the term Antichrist is mentioned five times in the Bible, each time it's found in the epistles of John. Now, there's a difference between the gospel of John and the epistles of John. Now, Jokingly, we'd always joke around in college, well, you know what a, an epistle is, it's the wife of an apostle. <laughs> an epistle is the letter. This is the letter of John three letters, and in them we find the term Antichrist, and it's there's some things that are attached to it, and I'll begin in chapter 4, in First uh, John chapter 4, verse number 3, and we find the term Antichrist mentioned there, and it refers to it as the spirit of Antichrist. It says, "And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is that spirit of Antichrist, wherever you have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. So in the time of the apostles, in the, uh, before the finishing of the word of God being uh, completed, the spirit of Antichrist was already present in the world. Now you're going to find... Each time we look at it, there's a teaching, there's a dogma, there's a system or a doctrine that is always attached to this Antichrist spirit. And again, let me read the verse again and pay attention to this. And as we read the other verses, you'll see this reappear. In verse number three, And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is that spirit of Antichrist. So anyone out there who teaches that Jesus Christ is not of God, that he's not God in the flesh, that he came here in, to, to be God in flesh, if you deny that, that is the spirit of Antichrist. Now, we're going to see this develop. Let's go back to chapter 2. And in verse number 18, little children, it is is the last time, as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now, there are many Antichrist, plural, whereby we know that it is the last time. We drop down to verse number 22. And again, so we've had two other times the term Antichrist is mentioned. Verse 22 is mentioned again, and it continues with this theme. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Now, this is an interesting wrinkle that comes in in verse number 22. But let's look at these uh, two verses together just for a moment so that we understand what we are discussing. In verse number 18. It says that, little children, you know that this last time you've heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrist. So in other words, you're going to know that you're in the latter days, in the last times, when you hear more of these Antichrist teachings. And they're already there in the time of the apostles. They were already people who denied the deity of Jesus Christ, denying God Jesus being God in the flesh. And this is exactly what the teaching is. Let's drop down to verse 22. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist. But not only does he deny the Son, but he's also denying the Father. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Now, there are different Christian sects out there who deny the deity of Jesus Christ. Two that are most popular would be the Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Both deny the deity of Jesus Christ. This is why we often in traditional Christianity we refer to these people as cults because they deny one of the essential teachings of the Bible about Jesus Christ. Five times Jesus Christ communicated very clearly that he was God and People wanted to kill him for blasphemy for it would be blasphemous for a man to say that he is God unless it was God who took on flesh and dwelt amongst us which is what Jesus did. And so five times clearly Jesus is referring to his deity in the Bible and many people try to, oh, interpret away or those verses don't really mean what they say they're meaning and, you know, and so on. The Bible says, if you deny Not just the Son, but also the Father. This is that spirit of Antichrist. Now, um, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons deny Jesus his deity. But there's only one religion in the world that denies both the Father and the Son. There's only one religion, and it's not the Catholic faith because the Catholics do acknowledge God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It is a very foundational teaching within the Catholic Church. This is why I'm saying that the Antichrist, the answer to this question that I've given, where will the Antichrist come from? Will it be from the Catholic faith or from the Islamic faith? Clearly it cannot be applied to the Catholic faith because they accept the uh, the deity, the Trinity. They accept the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Islam is the one religion in the world that denies Jesus as deity and also God being the Father. One of the basic main tenets of Islam, for Allah hath no Son. One of the charges of us against uh, Christians is that we commit shirk, that we've made a man, God, and then they continue on to say that To suggest that God had a son is to suggest that God had sex, and in their mind that would be a blasphemous thought to consider that. Um, Of course, that's not what the Bible teaches. It doesn't teach that when Mary uh, was with child, the Holy Spirit put that child there, but it doesn't mean that God used sexual ways to perform that, even... A doctor in a hospital in a laboratory can put the seed of man in, uh, in with the seed of woman and bring about a child without a sexual act. Um, if man can do it, certainly God can perform such a feat. As I said, though, there are five times that the word Antichrist is mentioned. So we're going to turn to Second John and in verse number 7 second john there's only one chapter there verse 7 for many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that jesus christ is come in the flesh this is a deceiver and an antichrist so again every time that the term antichrist is mentioned in the bible in the epistles of john there is a following statement a doctrine The Bible puts it as a spirit, the spirit of Antichrist. And this is the denial of Jesus' deity and furthermore, the denial of God being the Father. One thing I was also going to mention is that to show how strong and how important the teaching of Allah hath no son is into the Islamic faith in Israel, on the Temple Mount, uh, the Muslims have been in control of that location now for, you know, almost fourteen hundred years, and seventy years after the death of Muhammad, the uh, the uh, Ahmadian period there uh, built uh, this dome on the rock there, allegedly in the location of where the temple, the Jewish temple, used to sit. It's the most iconic building in Jerusalem. It's a Muslim building. It's not a mosque. The mosque um, uh, is just to the uh, south of it, just uh, slightly there, about 300 feet away. And uh, But there on that Dome of the Rock, they've got Arabic writing inside and out. Now, the outside of it is in beautiful uh, tile and work there and more modern. I think this. I think it was updated something like a hundred years ago or so. On there, and and so the Arabic that's there is is certainly the modern Arabic. But north, south, east, and west, they repeat a phrase out of the Quran: "For Allah hath no son." The Muslims are declaring to the world from Jerusalem, north, south, east, and west, so to all parts around the world, God. Has no son. So if God has no son, God cannot be a father. Even inside there, which is the oldest writings of any writing of the Quran, it's in the inside of the Dome of the Rock. It's written in the old Nabataean script. This was back um, really before Arabic is properly formed as we know it today. And inside is quoted, Allah hath no son. This is, as I said, one of the basic tenets of Islam. God has no son. The only religion on the face of the earth that denies both the deity, the son, Jesus, and denies God being a father and God being the son is Islam. And that, based on the Bible, is is why I say, Islam, that the Antichrist faith, the Antichrist will come through the religion of Islam. When we come back tomorrow, I'll talk to you more about teachings of Islam, of prophecy, the three people they're waiting for to return. And it will alarm you when you learn these things. So join us again tomorrow at the Corners of Truth and Courage. God bless you.